Welcome to N20XX. This series takes the listener, year by year, into the future. From 2040 to 2195. If you like emerging tech, ecotech, futurism, permaculture, apocalyptic survival scenarios, and disruptive science, sit back and enjoy short stories that showcase my research into how the future may play out. The car takes Ernesto Jones through one of the drop tunnels. In the 30s, lots of cities dug out the busiest streets and built double-decker roads. The lower roads don't have any red lights and no snow which, in Cleveland, is amazing. Goggle, put on the news. MSNBC lights up the dash screen. Election results tonight. No matter who you voted for, rest assured, watchdogs on either side will be taking thousands of hours of footage to ensure that your vote is counted. One of the cars ahead is human-driven, wavering in the lane just enough to draw his eye. The car he's in must notice and ready itself to take precautionary action if needed. He hasn't sat behind a stirring wheel in over a decade. His car takes a ramp and merges onto a top side street. The reflective high-rises, stop-and-go traffic, and marching pedestrians in overcast light make him squint. He sighs heavily without noticing. The car stops in front of his building. In 2023, when Milky Smooth, the number one producer of cleaners, took a public stand for conservatism, liberals started shopping elsewhere and a new company, Green Bliss, became the top-ranking cleaners provider for liberals. He's worked at Green Bliss since its early years. As he gets out, cold wind hits him. The guy working the food cart nods to Ernesto, but he's had breakfast, so he continues inside. This jacket his wife got for him blocks the wind. Or did she get it for him? She may have signed up for a service that picks out clothes for him, and if she did, that's fine. It probably guesses what he'll like, better than she could. The top button of his shirt isn't buttoned, and from the neckline down, his chest is covered with tattoos, letting the top part show. The workday goes by quickly enough. He okays AI-generated distribution plans. To say the plans are spot-on is like saying a calculator or clock is spot-on. The image of the human-driven car wavering in the lane comes to mind. If he ever learned to drive, would he waver in the lane? Yes. His successor recommended he make at least one adjustment for every distribution cycle just to get some human fingerprints on it. He adds an extra crate of child-friendly bar soap to a store in Denver. Someone at that store will probably wonder, why did they send us this extra crate? It must have been a mistake. It isn't a mistake. It's a human taking the wheel for a moment just to make sure they still can. Mindy, his supervisor, once told him it took a team of nine every day all year to make the distribution plans, so is okaying them all only one day out of each month is not bad. It raises the standard of living. The money it once cost to pay nine people to make the plans can now be spent on something else. The nine people, well let's just say he is one of the nine, so, the eight people who once would have found themselves here can now find themselves improving the world in other ways. Did the other eight find jobs? Yes, because the money that would have paid them at Green Bliss is now being spent somewhere else, generating need for work, somewhere else. In the evening, he eats dinner with his wife and kids and then goes to the den to watch election night. 
The furniture in the den was the living room furniture last year. Stacks of dishes from a few seasons ago cover the counter of the den kitchenette. A human-sized robot that was supposed to revolutionize house cleaning stands facing the wall. The den is the way station for all things on their way out. He changes from pants to shorts, pours a whiskey on ice, and sits back on the center couch in front of the 6-foot by 12-foot TV. Goggle, curve the TV. How curved do you want it? All the way. The sides of it move out from the wall as it lights up, giving him an arena experience. Tuned as Marcus White explains what the early votes could mean for the upcoming night. Next, we'll drop in on a viewing party in Salt Lake City. He cups his drink with both hands. Even though his emotions are sure to take a roller coaster ride no matter what happens, this is the only drink he'll have tonight. An hour in, his anxiety builds. He turns up the TV because his son is practicing the horn upstairs. It's fine. He ought to have a soundproof ceiling put in down here. A shoe ad plays. A woman who's all muscle, wearing a track outfit, leaps over the point of view. A female voice dares, be courageous. Make waves. That birth control commercial starts. Out of focus pastels glide past. Ernesto gets blasted against the couch, but the light isn't blinding and the sound isn't cranked. He can't look away. His brain jerks. His intestines wriggle around. No. 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 Bad. Bad. He groans as he tries to pull away. Humanity has never dreamed up something as horrible as this. His brain is like a terrified rodent trying to claw its way out the back of his skull. It ends and the next commercial follows. Here's an online course you can take. Better yourself. Impress people. What just happened? His jaw is so stiff he has to work it loose with his hand. His drink is spilled on his lap, something that would have upset him, it now matters not at all. Does anything matter at all? He can't remember. But he remembers BAM. The memory of it hits him hard. He struggles to get up. Moaning, he tries to shake it off and calm down. Like a lost connection, he loses control of his body. The lights go out. He's falling, 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 bang. His head hits the glass coffee table. Sometime in the night he gets to his feet, turns off the TV, cleans up in the den bathroom, and goes upstairs to get some sleep. The next morning, his wife hands him a brown paper sack. Liz Hunt won. She did. Good. As he walks to the front door, Goggle says, a car is waiting for you. Yes, I'll be there. A drizzle falls as he follows the winding path to the gate which opens for him at the same time that a car door opens for him beyond the gate. The car cruises deserted streets. That's unusual. He pulls a sandwich from the paper sack. Play the news. We are celebrating Liz Hunt's win, of course. As more is found out about the attack we're learning it affected every state but has almost entirely missed some groups. People live in media bubbles so discriminatory attacks. Ernesto has that feeling like he had the day after he cheated on his wife for the first time, the same feeling only 10 times worse. Play it cool. No worries. 
people are suffering conditions ranging from acute trauma to lingering depression. If you are exposed and you feel even slightly unwell, seek medical help. Be patient as providers are overbooked at this time. The car takes topside all the way but it doesn't add to his commute time. He gets green lights the entire way. Almost all the cars are parked. He reaches downtown ahead of schedule. A businesswoman walking down the sidewalk swings a pistol around in front of her. A dog barks desperately at a body hanging from a lamp post. Poor dog, that's probably its master. The man with the food cart is outside. He must not be into politics. Stepping out of the car, Ernesto hears a shout and looks up. A man flips out of a window and tumbles, tumbles, then caves in the roof of a car. Crash! The vendor yelps and his arms fly up. Look, look! Why is the vendor overreacting like that? He's crying and fumbling with his phone. In the elevator, Ernesto realizes the vendor wasn't overreacting and that he, Ernesto, was underreacting. He's the only one in the elevator and papers lies scattered on the floor. Who uses paper anymore? In the office, the five people who did show up, out of 100, run around, shouting to each other. He's just considered for the first time this morning that the workday may not go as planned. What's wrong with him? During the first affair, he found himself doing odd little things he never would have done before. He almost booked a lunch date across the street from his wife's yoga studio. He forgot his wedding band in a hotel room and had to go back for it. He'd never been odd like that before. Blanche, a co-worker, approaches him. Thank God you're okay. I'm glad you weren't exposed. Go to the boss's office. She runs off in another direction. One of those remote bots weighs him into the office. Its base is a box with four wheels, only its arms can move very much, and overall it looks like a humanoid vacuum cleaner. Ernesto, it's me. Sniffle, sniffle, I'm feeling awful but I need to try to keep things going. Wait here and when the phone rings, speak with Phil. He's from Milky Smooth. I need you to introduce yourself and tell him you're in charge of the transfers. Milky Smooth? Yes, I know they're our competitor. I'm about to tell you something that falls under the non-disclosure contract you signed when hired. Do you understand? Yes, whatever you need. The robot bumps a table. Milky Smooth makes our products. I'm not the owner. My boss is over at Milky Smooth. Most of our team aren't able to work while most of Milky Smooth's team never saw the robot makes some erratic movements. Ernesto walks closer to the robot. Ma'am? The robot jerks. You didn't see it, did you? Ernesto has a hard time deciding what he'll say. Ernesto? Yes. Yes, I saw it. And you're at work? Yes, but I think I'm okay. I'm one of the mild cases. Well, listen close. If you feel just a little ill, let me know right away. Okay. That night he can't sleep, so he searches for over an hour for sleeping pills. It's that after the affair feeling only a lot stronger. He's carried that feeling for years. Play it cool. No worries. Before, he could ignore it but now it needles away at his attention too much. 
He can handle it in the moment. But how long before it breaks him down? Two pills and two glasses of whiskey later and he's able to nod off. The next morning downtown, rental trucks drive around picking up bodies. Two blue collars pull a body over a fence as a truck waits out front. Stores and sidewalks are deserted, but there are signs like broken windows and bloodstains on the sidewalks. More than one dog runs free in the street. The news says all flights are canceled. Now, more than ever, America shows how divided it is. Most conservative regions operate normally. Their businesses and schools suffer only a small uptick in absences. There are some empty shelves in the grocery stores, but that's it. Blue regions, on the other hand, are suffering more casualties than at any other time in history. There aren't enough hospitals, police, and firefighters. Efforts to bring in support from neighboring states are being blocked. It's like the country suffered a stroke and one side carries on while the other droops with paralysis. He surfs the dash monitor and his tube feed fills with liberals bemoaning devastation. My aunt took her life last night. We just heard about it this morning. I helped form the Democratic Party in my hometown. There are only five of us here. I'm trying to hold on. I'm a survivor. Over 50 people from my dorm were at an election viewing party. Today, I don't know where most of those people are. There's a forest next to the university and I'm scared to go near to it. In the office, Blanche asks him, are you sure you're okay? Andrew said we can take breaks whenever we need to. He wonders who Andrew is. I'm fine. No worries. His boss isn't operating the remote bot anymore. It stands frozen in her office with its arms out. He doesn't know if she's ill or still alive. Blanche shouts through the entire office floor, everyone come to this meeting. Everyone! On a big screen, a man from Milky Smooth introduces himself. Hi, folks. I'm sorry about what you're going through. I'll pray for you. My name is Andrew. I'm taking over as your supervisor. Each of you will take on many roles you're not used to, but if you handle the next few months well, you could be looking at career advancements. Ernesto receives a list of passwords and logs into Mindy's computer. Two hours later, he calls his doctor. I need something for the viewer attack that is in the news. Dr. Hiroshi says, I'll text you a prescription. This is known as a PTSD medication. Thank you. But when Ernesto calls pharmacies, only one is open and that one says they're out of his medication. He can add his name to the list, but it could be weeks before he can get it. He feels like a dry grindstone is slowly rubbing back and forth on his teeth. He's always been better than most at locking away memories and concerns, but this amount of lurking ill feelings is eating away at him. For lunch, he goes to the lounge. Though he usually must wait to get a seat, the place is nearly empty. Before, music competed with conversations, but now, no music plays. The owner stands behind the counter instead of the five staff that usually hustle about. Ernesto calls to him, are you serving? The owner nods as solemnly as a funeral home usher. Goggle chimes in, you're at Promises Lounge, would you like to order? I'll have the usual. Pastrami and rye coming up. 
Ernesto sits at a booth large enough for a party of 12. One of the escorts sits at the end of the counter. He remembers her from when she was fresh off the bus. Now she looks slick and malnourished. He's never called on a call girl. Not that he wouldn't. He always had other things going on. He's drawn to a challenge. Should he even check the news? What's the point? One of the dealers comes in, spots the escort, and saunters over to her. He hunches over the counter next to her and anyone who doesn't know better may think they're two lovers having a funny conversation. What is it with street pros and full leather? They both were too much of it. Wait, that dealer has pharmaceuticals. A month ago, one of Ernesto's co-workers got painkillers from him. What should Ernesto do, go over there? Does he signal to the dealer somehow? When others have used a dealer, he's never paid close attention. Uh, he doesn't want to, but the day isn't even half over, and he feels like he's been on the operating table the whole time. The two can tell he's coming, but they don't look. The dealer talks and wags his head, and the escort smiles bitterly. Ernesto approaches them from the best angle, where he knows they can see him. Excuse me. The dealer careens around and grins with pleasure. Yes? Hi. I'm wondering if you know about a pharmacy in the area. The dealer has got to recognize him, they both have come to the same lounge for years. The dealer says, oh Mac, don't you know? All the stores are closed. Ernesto brings up the prescription on his foldable. See, I've got this prescription I need to pick up. It's kind of a situation. The dealer recognizes the prescription. Normally we need to go to my office. He waves a hand at the empty lounge. He points at the prescription. That one is sold out. You aren't going to find that anywhere unless you're willing to drive to Florida. Ernesto half turns and is about to put his foldable away. I do have a medicine that's the best perform on drugs out there. Ernesto looks around the darkly lit room. He knows that perform on drugs are made for busy people with lives. Students use them. Lawyers use them. People who can pay a mortgage use them. What's it called? Pleasant. Ernesto wants to cough or laugh. I haven't heard of it. The dealer's hand drops and is holding a clear baggie of four creamy blue pills over Ernesto's foldable. It's preformon. No high, no addiction. The escort twitches. The dealer continues. You saw that thing on TV, right? You look a lot better off than the rest. I bet just one of these will set you right. His hand on the baggie withdraws, leaving the baggie on Ernesto's foldable. Ernesto nods slowly, how much? No, the dealer holds a finger up. Call the number on the bag if you need more. Ernesto backs up. Thank you. He walks back to his table. Ernesto is a-okay. Not only is that feeling gone, but all mild unpleasant feelings are gone as if they never existed. For work, cars take him to all the local universities where he recruits new hires. He meets with a dean. Listen, school isn't open, they may as well get some training. After work, when a car drops him off, he notices his neighbor's house is taped off and the lights are out. That house was always on like a lantern, even late at night. Weird people wander around his neighborhood. 
they act out of it and distraught. They were nice clothes but still looked disheveled. During dinner, his kids stare down at their foldables. His wife watches him for a long time. In the den, he forgets to make himself a whiskey on ice. On the news, conservatives are saying the catastrophe is because the new vice president is trans, so God is showing his disapproval. MSNBC is setting up ad-free channels. Don't watch other news. Several attacks have aired over news streams. The ads get pulled, but each time it was a different ad that turned into one of the mental illness inducers, an ad for medical marijuana, an ad for online gambling, an ad for discreet connections, an ad for sexy training wear. Across the nation, neighborhood volunteers are organizing to help remove bodies and provide compassionate restraint. On his commute, the car drives around a body in the road. The car will call it in. A dark plume of smoke rises from the airport. Downtown, army trucks drive past and people in camo enter buildings. For the first time in his life, at night he takes a long walk. The cold air makes his muscles ache. A woman huddles in a ditch watching him fearfully while two children sit by a fence nearby. Two houses burn while people wearing pajamas use garden hoses to spray down neighboring houses. Always sirens wail but always far away. Every time he buys more pleasant, the price goes up. Last time he bought 100. This time he buys 300. Maintenance fee. A week later, he has a nervous breakdown and stays home from work. Not long after that, he leaves his family to protect them. He wants to check into a hospital, but all are full. After that, he disappears. Thank you for listening. My landing page is solomeshan.com. There you can find the companion website to this podcast that includes a timeline and illustrations.